Welcome to the Yoga Inspired Life Podcast. I'm your host, Shayla Quinn, and together we'll go on a journey of self-discovery as we explore all of the inner workings of what it means to live an inspired life. Join me for solo episodes and conversations with special guests for real, authentic deep dives into all things yoga, wellness, self-love, mindfulness, and everything in between. If you're ready to get inspired, learn, grow, evolve, to connect, and up-level your life, then you've come to the right place. I am beyond excited that you're here, so let's dive in. What's up, my love? Welcome back to another episode of the Yoga Inspired Life podcast. I am in such a good mood. If you listened to the last episode, I was talking about how I was not totally in a rut, but struggling with finding motivation since coming back from a two and a half week trip in California. And I am happy to say that I implemented all of the things that I shared with you in that episode. And it's been a week since you heard that episode and since I recorded it for you. And it's been a week of me leaning into momentum and finding my motivation. And I feel like today is the first day that it actually just feels second nature. And if you listen to that episode and you've been doing all the things for the last week and you're still feeling like it's a struggle, please do not compare your journey to mine. Okay. Everybody moves at a different pace, but I did just want to share that with you because if you are struggling, know that as with everything in life with practice, perseverance, and consistency, it will get better. You will improve. You will feel better. It will start to feel more accessible. And I cannot tell you how worth it it is to just show up for yourself in small ways and let that momentum build because the feeling that I have now is just so darn good. I feel like I'm back, baby. The sun is shining in New York City and I'm just really vibing all of the things. Now, speaking of not comparing your journey to other people's slash making stories up in your mind, (laughs) aka limiting beliefs. Let's dive into today's episode. And before we do, I just want to note that I was a little unsure of whether I should title this episode, There's an Ass for Every Seat, because I know profanity is a touchy thing for some people. I... I think I have gotten a little bit of feedback about a guest of mine using profanity. And this is off topic, but since the title has ass in it, I feel like I should just go ahead and touch on this. I am known to drop an F-bomb here and there when I get passionate. It's just something that comes out. But I will say I kind of agree with people when they say that hearing profanity is sometimes jarring because I'll hear other people speak and drop an F-bomb or cuss. And I'm like, oh, yikes, like that didn't really need to be there. So this is just like on a side note, I have made a conscious effort to cuss less just because it is a little jarring. And I think it can be a little distracting from the point that you're trying to make. However, the episode needed to be titled this because it just encompasses the message that I'm here to share with you today. There is an ass for every seat. This episode and this message was inspired literally the day that I recorded the last episode. If you listen to that episode, 
you would remember that I was talking about how I was going to a workout class once I got off the mic with you, which I did go to. And the episode idea didn't really come until I got to the class. And once I was in the class, I just had this major download of this very important message that I wanted to give to you. But the seed was planted earlier in the day. It just didn't all come together until I was in my workout. All of this is going to make sense in a moment. Just bear with me. A girlfriend of mine sent me a text and asked me what workouts I was going to this week at this particular studio. And I sent her the four classes that I had signed up for for the next two weeks. And she wrote back and asked me if I ever took a level two class because all of the classes that I sent to her were level one classes which mind you, I've been doing this particular style of workout, which is a very niche workout for almost six years. So I have quite a bit of experience and I'm definitely beyond the level of a level one class, just to give some context. So she sends me a text and she's like, okay, great. Thanks for sending. Just curious. Do you ever take level two classes? She must've noticed that they were level one classes, which I didn't really even notice because I was not paying attention to the level of class. I was paying attention to the instructor. And this is where that initial seed was planted because I wrote her back and I was like, I I will actually pull up the text to you right now because it's just, it's going to make this story a little bit better. I wrote back and I said, yes, I do prefer level two, but I really only like two of the instructors at this studio with a laughing, crying face. And I shared the instructor's names and I said, so I prioritize their classes and the timing of their classes over the level. My girlfriend said, fair enough. We made a plan, whatever, yada, yada. I go on with my day. I think nothing of it, right? I really don't think anything of it. I record the podcast episode for you guys. And then I go to my workout and I'm in my workout with one of the instructors that I had mentioned to my friend in the text message. And I was thinking about how much I loved his class. And I also do want to say that I've tried multiple instructors at this studio. None of them were bad necessarily. Some of them I just didn't vibe with. And I noticed that I didn't enjoy the class as much as I do with these two particular instructors that I've now through trial and error learned. I just have a better workout, even if it's a level one class and I just enjoy the workout more and I have a great time and I feel better when I go to one of the two instructors that I've decided are the only people that I'm going to take from. So I'm in this class and the instructor has an amazing playlist and I'm totally vibing it. And I'm getting an amazing workout, by the way. It is a level one class. There are so many beginners in the class, but I am getting an amazing workout. So the level is not relevant to me, I don't think, because I think it's about the level of effort that you put in. This doesn't go for every workout or yoga class, I know, but for this in particular, whatever, I'm rambling now. Anyway, the purpose of this story is I'm working out. I'm thinking about how much I love this instructor. I'm thinking about you guys. And all of a sudden, I get this download And I realize that this is a great teachable moment for you. It's a great moment for me to share some inspiration with you because so oftentimes I get feedback from listeners and people who follow me on Instagram or people who are subscribed to my YouTube channel who want to break into the yoga industry and become yoga teachers or break into the fitness industry. And their biggest excuse and complaint is that 
it's oversaturated. In fact, I even get this feedback in regards to a multitude of careers, being a content creator, being a YouTuber, doing this, doing that. I notice that the frequent excuse that is used for not starting is that it's oversaturated. And my answer typically to people when they say this to me is, yeah, babe, there's seven plus billion people in the world. Everything is oversaturated. There's more than seven billion people in the world. There's a lot of people in this world, which means you could look at every industry as a little oversaturated. And I feel like sometimes that clicks with people, but then I notice that sometimes it doesn't. And so I'm hoping that this message will flip a switch for all of you because here comes the title of the podcast episode. There is an ass for every seat. If you're not familiar with this saying, I'm going to just read you the Urban Dictionary definition of ass for every seat. Again, this is not from me. This is just Urban Dictionary's definition of this. Ass for every seat. No matter how ugly, offensive, or unappealing a person, place, or thing might be, there will always be someone who likes it and finds it the opposite and wants it. Now, I'm not on the vibe of calling anything ugly. And yeah, there are some things in this world that are offensive or unappealing. But when I'm saying this, there's an ass for every seat. I'm saying regardless of the excuses that you're using for not diving into being a yoga teacher or jumping into being a fitness instructor, and when I say excuses, I mean the limiting beliefs that you're using, like I'm not good enough, I don't have enough experience, I'm not confident enough, I'm not pretty enough, I'm not fit enough, I'm not young enough, blah, 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 blah. None of that matters because there truly is an ass for every seat. There are people who prefer other instructors than the ones that I do. I'm not going to the workout for the level of class. I'm not going to the workout because of how old someone is. I'm not going to the workout because of how experienced they are or aren't. I'm going to the workout for the instructor, for their energy, for the way they make me feel, for their playlist. That's what's bringing me to class. And you must understand that There's an ass for every seat. There is going to be someone or more than one person that's going to love what you have to offer. It's not about how old you are. It's not about how experienced you are. It's not about what you look like. If your heart is in it and you're showing up to give people an amazing experience and you are showing up authentically, you 100% will attract your people, the people that will love you. There will be people who show up to your class regardless of the level or your experience or whether you trip up over your words or whether you've been teaching for 10 years or one year, you must believe me. Everybody likes something different. That's why there are so many different choices in the world, right? So that we can all find the things that make us feel good and vibe with us. This is also why it's so important for you to not try to be like everybody else and to just be your authentic self. Because if you're trying to be like everybody else, you can't find your people. You're not gonna be able to attract the people that actually vibe with you. You have something to offer that nobody else does. There's nobody that can do what you do like you do it. You are unique, you offer something different, you offer a new perspective, 
you offer a different energy, trust and know that by showing up authentically, you will attract your people. In fact, the more authentic I've become on my platforms and the more authentic I was in my classes that I was teaching when I was teaching regular group classes and honestly, the more authentic I became with friendships and in dating and even within my family relationships, the higher quality people I attracted, the better my relationships got, the better my friendships got. I started selling out classes. I started attracting an audience that was actually aligned and invested in what I had to say and offer and everything just got better. There is an ass for every seat. There will be somebody that shows up to your class for you. Not because you're teaching a level one, not because you're young and beautiful, not because you're super duper fit, not because you have the best yoga outfit on. They're gonna be showing up for you because of the energy that you bring. In fact, the two instructors that I prioritize at that studio that I was talking about, they're not doing anything revolutionary. I'm not, I mean, I'm not trying to be mean, but like when I really break it down and and think about like, what is it about them? I don't know. I don't know, but it's the way that they make me feel. It's their playlist. It's their taste in music. It's the vibe and energy that they give off. It just vibes with me and I like that and I show up for them. In fact, I'm actually going to a five o'clock class on a Friday just because that's the only class that one teacher is teaching that I can go to that week. Do I really want to be going to a workout at 5 p.m. on a Friday? Mm, Not really, but I'm going and showing up because I love that instructor and I love the way I feel after his classes. There's so many ways to look at this. For one person, New York City might be the worst place in the world. They might think it's dirty and gross and heavy energy and mean people and blah, 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 blah. And for me, I think it's the most beautiful city in the world. I've met the most amazing people. It's the best place I've ever lived. Another example is I love the color pink. The next person might think that pink is terrible. There's so many different ways to slice this, but the point that I'm making that I hope that you're understanding is that you are enough as you are. If you are showing up and putting in the work and you've done your training and you've done your certification and you wanna teach and you're teaching with pure intentions to share yoga or share fitness and inspire and motivate people, what are you waiting for? Stop with the excuses. Remember that there is an ask for every seat. If you continue to show up and share your secret sauce and the things that make you you, you will inevitably attract people who are going to love your style and love what you're offering. I think the problem though is oftentimes people, there's a couple of problems. First of all, limiting beliefs. This is something that is a huge topic of conversation and piece of the puzzle in the Yoga Inspired Life program because what you think you attract. I share this quote from Henry Ford often. I'm sure you might be sick of it by now, but I'm not going to stop saying it because it's so damn true. Whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. So oftentimes there's so many things that we think we can't do, even though we want to do them, but because we think we can't do them, we don't do them and we can't do them. I feel like Dr. Seuss right now. (laughs) But if you can start to change the narrative around your limiting beliefs and start to believe that you can do the things that you want to do, you can start to do the things that you want to do. So your limiting beliefs and your mindset and your core values which is another thing that we talk about in the program, is majorly important. But the other problem is a lack of patience. 
it seems as though we are in an era of instant gratification. Nobody wants to, I almost just said nobody wants to put in the work and that is giving Kim K. I'm sorry for that, but you know what I'm saying? Everybody wants to know the shortcut. Everybody wants to know why things aren't working yet. Oh my gosh. I really think anything worth having requires conviction, consistency, dedication, and patience. Yes, some things flow in quickly, but I think that you have to lay the groundwork and create an environment of stability and consistency for things to start to flow in quicker. I have been at this for seven years, seven years. There were no shortcuts. There were no quick fixes. I learned everything by doing. I'm completely self-taught. I didn't get to where I'm at now overnight. Living in a luxury apartment, running my own business, having the luxury of only teaching special events and not having to teach daily group classes, getting to pick and choose the brands that I work with, learning how to podcast and YouTube and take photos, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. This was not an overnight thing. I've shared this before, but my first yoga class that I taught One person showed up and guess who it was? My mentor. Literally no one showed up to my yoga class. Okay. Did I want to quit after that? Yeah, kind of. I was a little mortified. I'm not going to lie. It was like, wow, not one person showed up, but thank goodness I had somebody mentoring me and hopefully you can look at me as your virtual BFF mentor. Cause I'm telling you now you can't give up so easily. Some things take a little bit more time. And especially if you are wanting to attract a dedicated following, whether you are a yoga instructor or a fitness instructor or a personal trainer, or you are a content creator online, you have to produce and show up and share what you're offering for enough time for people to find you. You have to kind of look at it like survival of the fittest. And it doesn't have to be that extreme, but it's like, Who's going to give up first and who's not going to let go? That's what I mean when I'm saying that. I think that anyone and everyone can be successful at anything that they choose, even if it's oversaturated, if they are willing to quote unquote, be the fittest, AKA not let go. Obviously this is a pretty general statement. This cannot be applied to everything. It is actually really sad that I have to even say that, but some of y'all are a little intense on the internet. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. So I feel like I have to like, uh, let me preface this by saying this obviously doesn't apply to everything, but if something is aligned and you have put in the work to learn and refine your skills in that case, it's survival of the fittest because a lot of people are lazy and they're going to give up. Sorry. I know that's really kind of harsh, but it's true because we live in an instant gratification society where if things don't come quickly, we want to move on to the next thing. And I'm just not about that. I'm just not about that. Yes, it's tempting when you're not seeing results immediately, but I think that if you live life in that way, you will always be left feeling empty. So, you know, can you work on your limiting beliefs? I have a couple of podcast episodes about this. And if you are wanting to dive deeper into this work, I highly suggest that you add yourself to the program waitlist. You can find the link to that in the show notes. The program is currently closed, but I will probably reopen it in the next month or two or three. I'm not totally sure yet, but that is a great place to do deeper work on your internal narratives. And then again, can you commit to this and stand by your commitment with conviction? 
and be patient and persist. You can't give up right away. And if you're listening and you're like, Shayla, yes, all of this sounds great. I want to show up as my authentic self, but I don't know who that is. It's time for self-discovery work, again, which is the work that we do in the Yoga Inspired Life program. But this entire podcast is on that. So I would go to the first episode and start listening and use this podcast as support because the more you lock in to who you are and the more you tap into the things that make you uniquely you, the more powerful you're going to be, the more you're actually going to stand out. And this for me was a really hard lesson. Growing up, I wanted to be like everybody else. And I think a lot of people can relate to that. I really wanted to be liked by everyone. I wanted to be loved and accepted by everyone. I just wanted to fit in. And the more I did that, the more I lost myself, the less powerful I became, the more lost I became. I know it can feel scary to be different. I know it can be scary when you're feeling a little disconnected or like people aren't coming and buying what you're selling, so to speak. But please believe me when I say, the more you, you can be, the more powerful you're going to be. And please, for the love of all things good, stop using the excuse that whatever industry you're wanting to get into is oversaturated because it's just simply not true. There is room for you. There is room for the authentic, unique version of you to show up and do what you do best in your own unique way. I really think the oversaturated excuse is coming from fear. And I get that. I get that. I have used that excuse before. It feels really valid. The fear is visceral. I totally understand that. But I'm telling you right now, it's an excuse. It's not too oversaturated. There is room for you. If you feel in your heart you are ready and you know in your soul and in your body that you have put in the work, you have refined your skills, it's time to dive in. And I know I've said this now multiple times, so you're probably like, okay, I get it. I'm gonna say it one more time. And the more you, you can be, the more authentic and unique you can be, the more you lock into your uniqueness, You've got to push the thought out of your mind that nobody else is going to like it because that's not true. There will be people that love you exactly the way that you are. But the more that you can do that, the more powerful you will be. And when I say powerful, I mean a magnet, a super attractor for the people and things that are meant for you. And the people that don't vibe with you, bye, see ya. There's 7 billion people in the world. This is your life. Life is too short to try to please everybody. There's an ass for every seat, but there's only so many seats. <laughs> okay, so stop trying to be like everybody else. Stop trying to please everyone. Stop using the oversaturated BS as an excuse. Oof, I sound a little harsh, but I love you. I love you. And I, I want you to live your best life. And I want you to see, I want to try to like remove the veil for you so that you can see how capable you are and how much your voice and your uniqueness is needed in the world. I truly believe that if you have a desire in your heart, it is not there on accident. It's there for a purpose. And ultimately, only you can decide whether you choose to show up and fulfill that purpose, but I really hope that you do. Because when you are living in alignment with your soul's purpose, when you are fulfilling your deepest desires, oh my gosh, Life feels magical. Life feels magical. And I've lived life both ways. 
So I'm saying this from experience. It is so freaking worth it to bet on yourself. All right, I'm going to love you and leave you. I hope you feel inspired and motivated from this episode today. And I hope that you get out there and do the damn thing. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day or night whenever you're listening. I love you so much. And I will catch you in next week's episode. And that's a wrap on another episode of the Yoga Inspired Life podcast. I hope you got something valuable from it and feel empowered to take inspired action. Thank you so much for tuning in and spending time with me today. And if you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as I loved creating it, then please subscribe and leave a review. And if you know of anyone that would benefit from the podcast, I would love it if you would share it with them. I always say that we rise by lifting others, and this is a totally independent podcast. So every little bit of support truly means so much to me. If you're looking for more, let's connect on Instagram. You can find me at Shayla Quinn. I hope you have an amazing week. Thank you again for listening and I'll catch you next week.